Well, welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. I am John Goodat. We got Sammy Henderson here. Eric Sorensen is, uh, he's on a bus right now. Going to Zilla. Baseball. Coaching a little bit of baseball. He's on assignment. But we got a fill-in. We have a fill-in. A new member. A new member. Yes. We've got Cole Bernie. Right? That's yep. it, right? Yeah. got it right. He's our intern this quarter uh, from Central Washington University, and uh, he's going to be joining us here on the podcast and hopefully doing a lot of cool things for the podcast moving forward, and we're excited to have you, Cole. Welcome. There's excited t- to be here. There's two reasons why we brought you on, and we hired you at the at the top of the salary, um, <laughs> which I believe is Warm Coors Light and uh, uh, free... Uh, Free biscuits at uh, at um, <laughs> Weiniger's on Tuesday, right? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, is uh, one uh, clearly the athletic ability that that you bring to the table, but also uh, I'm a dinosaur when it comes to technology. So your your goal here is to get more listens, more clicks, and everything like that. So you are the social media guru, but yeah. also the the good looking athleticism <laughs> is what brought on so tell us a little about appreciate it tell our fans a little bit about yourself and and uh yeah the floor is yours man uh my name is cole bernie um i'm a junior at central um i'm from olympia washington uh graduated from black hills high school and uh love doing photography love doing videography love doing just everything social media so i'm excited to be here excited to be with you guys Excited to get this uh, get this thing rolling. And and uh, your most recent thing, you were on the rugby pitch the other day. Is that I what? was on the rugby pitch. Tell me, tell us about that. Um, yeah, I was filling in for uh, Central's photographer and uh, went out there first rugby game. Didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> but uh, figured it out as we went and uh, got some good picks. Um, yeah, it was awesome. It's a it's a fun game to take photos of because there's so much going on and like. I took photos for a long time, and it was hard. Like, where where should I be? Like, you know, yeah, basketball's yeah, yeah, easy, yeah. 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 And uh, you know, there's so much, and it goes off the side. Now somebody's getting lifted in the air, and you're like, oh crap, I'm on the road. I, that uh, would have been a great photo, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So figuring out the game, I mean, just the game itself is hard enough. But it's photography when you don't know it. It's like I don't really know where I'm at right now. But not a clue. I, I've I've seen a few rugby matches. I guess I would be yeah. the. I don't I don't know if they're called games or whatever matches. But, uh, uh, not a clue what I'm looking at, right? But if guys in crimson and black are cheering, great, I'll cheer too. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. just amazing. And I joke about athleticism while you're you're on the team now, Cole. But I mean, some of these guys are just phenomenal athletes. Yeah. The women's team as well. I all I know is I don't know the ins and outs of it, but it's, man, it's cool to watch. Yeah, and Central's one of the best in the nation. Yeah, shout out to Coach Todd Thornley, yep. uh, good friend of mine. Awesome, dude. We got to get him on the show because the accent alone is going to get you intoxicated. You're sit- I'll sit there and listen to Todd at all times. And I saw him up. I was at since we last recorded. I was up at the GNAC tournament. I mm-hmm. uh, got to talk to Todd, his wife, Randy Richardson, Thornley, coaching the girls up there at the tournament, and he was stoked about the Army game. He was. That's all he could talk about. Yeah, and uh, they went and they they took it. Thumped them. Yeah, huge so, win. Defending national huge champion. Win. Yeah, and so. Uh, Future's bright and like the immediate future. They're getting ready to to play some more top talented teams and uh, look for. I mean, we we we've been top five as long as I can remember. You know, even back to Tony Pacheco when he was here as coach, and uh, 
we've been good. We just never, and this is, feels like the closest we've ever been to potentially a national championship. Right. And yep. so it's it's really exciting uh, since they brought them in. I want to say it was like 2015, 16 maybe that they brought them in. That, uh, you know, the women's team has been close to national championship sevens. They played in the national championship yep. and lost. So we've been close on the women's side. The men's side has not quite gotten there, but they've gotten close. So uh, exciting times up there at Central right now. Uh, not a lot going on. Baseball, softball has started. Uh, there's, But since we've... It's been what three weeks? Yeah, four weeks, yeah. a month almost. There, um, there's a lot that's happened in that time. It, there's a lot of spring sports to talk about, but you know, you already you already kind of plugged it a little bit with the CWU women. Another national team got there. I was I was, I know they got tripped up in the in the first round, or I guess not tripped up. They were the six seed. Six seed. Uh, but I was hoping to to get a, a first round upset, but I'm happy that. The Western Vikings got thumped in the first round too. <laughs> um, really happy to see that. But uh, Coach Randy, once again, I mean, she's got she's developed that program so well that you know two years in a row that we've gone to uh, the national bracket. When I mean, it was a lot of years before we were there. We hadn't been there at the D two level prior to last year. Yeah, that was the first time that we'd made it, and so going back to back years is just a testament to the recruiting that she's doing and mm-hmm. the coaching that she's doing on the sidelines. And it helps when you have a consensus all-American so, national player of the year. Sam is amazing. And, yeah. and then, like, literally two seconds after the season's <laughs> open, it ends, she's she like, oh, signed. professional contract. And yeah. drops, yeah. what, 38 and 12 or something like that in the first game? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, you know, sky's the limit. I mean, <clears throat> I hope that uh, – I, I, I foresee her not being there extremely long. Yeah. She's going to move on. I don't know – international uh, basketball too well and what the next steps are. But um, I'm hoping that uh, she gets a shot to go as far as she can. I hope so. Because uh, that's pretty cool. And also uh, Cassie Malcolm just got done playing uh, yeah, as yeah. well. And so her season's over. So a lot of the, the women's program there is, is really skyrocketing, yeah. which, is, which is really awesome. And the men, the men put up a good show over there in uh, Bellingham. And they played hard and they uh, – you know, it was a tough matchup, but they, they played extremely well. And uh, they got a win in their first one. And, yeah. And yeah. Uh, they lost to Billings. Yeah, Billings, yeah. Who was uh, extremely good. And, and they made it to the tournament themselves, the national yeah. tournament. Um, and nothing against Billings, but I think that just shows you, eh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I've already committed do it, to do it. Do it, do it. Was the Gene Act down this year? I wasn't out Maybe it's good to have a little parody, but right. I was expecting the SPU to be up there. I was expecting I was expecting to get some wins. Yeah, and I think that's where. We, so if you want to say on on a on the the regional circuit where we down, yeah, I guess you, you'd have to say that. Yeah, you know, we didn't have anybody advancing, um, but I thought it was pretty solid. Even watching the uh, the tournament up there, it, it was it was high level basketball. Some of the best I've seen from. Uh, depth wise, meaning from mm-hmm. you know the the top team to the lowest team was there. I mean, you saw it. NNU was playing great basketball. Yeah. yeah, they stuck it to everybody at that tournament and were playing phenomenally. And I, in my mind, I was like, shoot, they might go up there and upset somebody. Uh, they didn't, but they played well. So I don't know if it was a down year. It's just we a different year, maybe. Right? Did we have that team that could go on and win the the West Region? No, but. Uh, 
I wouldn't say necessarily it was down. I think it was one of our most successful years. Anytime you get that many teams in, yeah, yeah, you're doing something right. And so, not a down year, but definitely we didn't. And even going in, we, it, there was no on either side like, oh, this is the clear cut favorite. Yeah. If they yeah. lose, it's an upset. Yeah, you know, you didn't necessarily have that. And so I think it spoke to the depth that was in this conference, but just not necessarily that that team that was going to go and, and and beat everybody on the coast. For the national tournament, Nova Southeastern, I think mm-hmm. they won it thirty six and zero, and both teams were <laughs> scored over a hundred points. Right, it's like one hundred and eleven to one hundred and one or something like that. I know I got to get better on my brackets. You know where you do your bracket, and at the end you have your champion. They tell oh, yeah. you to pick a final pick, score. Yeah. For the last five years, I've probably been twenty points off on the side. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I have the national champ, which I don't have anybody in the final four. But it was like Who seventy-seven does? to seventy-four, and I'm like looking at these scores. And I'm like, that's so stupid. That's <laughs> for, every year, there's so much scoring going on. It, it's pretty cool. Um, so uh, if you're gonna bring up bracket, we got to bring up the fact that I had Purdue winning it all. I also had Purdue winning. No, it all. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Well, who am I to talk? I I had Alabama, and my my final four has been busted for a long time. But yeah. I I knew I didn't had no faith in Purdue. I think Zach Eady's great college player. But, yep. But when they they lost to uh, FDU, FDU, right? And they had an average height of six three. Yeah, they're the smallest. They they were the smallest team in NCAA basketball. <laughs> right D1. against the tall against, against the tallest. Yep. And Eady just was non-existent against a team. And you'd think being that tall that he would dominate. But I FDU was just a lot more physical. Yeah, like they, they, a lot more physical. They they looked like they wanted it more than <laughs> Purdue did. Right, which is which is what it takes to be an upset in the in the tournaments. You got these teams coming in. One, you know, you're, you got nothing to lose. You let mm-hmm. it all hang out, right? Yep. And you see that FAU's nine seed in there, but I'm, FAU I don't think they believe they are an underdog. But they thirty six and three, yeah, something like that on the season. Like you don't lose that much, you don't ever feel like an underdog. So who do you guys want to win? I mean, now that. Our brackets brackets are busted. I didn't put any money on the games anyway. But uh, <laughs> does it does it matter who wins? It no. I not. I don't have a dog in the fight, and it's not because I didn't pick him. I just I I just don't want. I don't want UConn. I don't know what it is about UConn, and I don't have anything. I don't have any hate against them, or they don't rub me the wrong way. I just. I mean, they're a great team. They've yeah. won four <laughs> national championships in fifteen years or whatever, and they're beating the crap out of everybody. Like yeah. beating the crap out of everybody. Right. Gonzaga had no. I mean, it was just a, it was just a slow, effective beatdown. Yeah, mm-hmm. that just it just kept slowly rising. It wasn't like they jumped out to a twenty to two lead. It was just yeah, constantly, yeah. constantly gaining a point on you every possession. The only people who are going to lose is CBS. Man, I, I've been told that the ratings are just going to suck this weekend for which is weird because everybody's rooting for. If you ever go to these events, have you ever been to? Uh, you want the sixteen over ones. You want the everybody 14 in attendance is rooting for yeah. the, for the underdog. Yeah. In there. I was about to say when I had Purdue in that game against FTU, like I my bracket was already so busted that I was just kind of like, <laughs> You're like for screw the, it, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm rooting for it. chaos at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like I, that, and that's what you want. so it's it's shocking to me that the the ratings are are lower, but I think that's you know. You're not getting the casual fan tuning in, and I think that's probably what it is. But the if if you go to those events, everyone in the arena is rooting for the underdog, and so to me, it's more exciting. Like I'm more willing to watch this if it was 
you know, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, and Kansas. It would kind of just be like old hat, like, oh, yeah, those guys are playing again. Right. Uh, so I'm more excited for this Final Four than I have been for a lot just because um, I, I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah. I'm really pulling for, FD, or for FAU, though, yeah. just They're, because they are the big underdog coming into the it. The biggest underdog. Yeah, the yeah. biggest underdog. And same kind of like you were saying, like, you know, you lose three games in a year. Like, you obviously don't think you're an underdog. <laughs> no. Yeah. But seating-wise, you know, talent-wise, they they are definitely the underdog in this. Yeah. 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 We'll see how many of those kids stay at FAU <laughs> after, after, you know, with the transfer portal. Uh, speaking of that, uh, one of the FDU guys is transferring out, and I saw uh, – Their coach just got hired at Iona, too. Iona? Yep. Which, which I'm shocked. If you're going to leave at FDU – I'm not going to Iona. (laughs) That's where I'm at. Like, you got, you know, I I, I thought that would, but. But he was coaching D2 just a couple years ago. And D3. Right. And D3, you're right. So the climb is happening. And and Iona was in the tournament. Yeah. You know, so it's not like. Maybe it's more elite because uh, Patino was there. Well, I think Iona is one of those uh, mid-major powerhouses. Meaning, like, if they're not there next year, they'll be there the year after. Like right. they're, they're constantly, I own this constantly in the tournament. And right. so, uh, and fairly Dickinson is not. So, yeah. I mean, if in that aspect, it's, it's a come up for his job, but you'd assume, I just assumed that somebody at a higher school would take a shot on him. Right. I saw there was an FDU kid that's in the portal and a bunch of D2 schools, including central have reached out to him according to wildcat nation. Uh, yeah. he of course retweeted it. So, uh, well, maybe we need to get Chris on here and, and ask him. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, the, people are going to reach out when you're in the portal. Like you go any way you want. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so he could go in the portal and hope to get a D1 and not go in the way he wants. And, you know, the D2s will come. But uh, you'd assume that he's going to go to a, a, a bigger – unless he was somebody that – I don't even know who the kid is. I don't know if he's uh, in play. Is it, the, is, it the two, is it the number two kid? It's the freshman kid. Um, Do you play a lot? You guys, that's the extent of my knowledge here, right? So, <laughs> well, why don't you talk some most yourselves while I pull up well, the I'm, Twitter? <laughs> I'm gonna t- my. I funny. I had to bring up my daughter. She uh, she did a bracket for the first time. She's she just turned 12 and she didn't know what she was doing, and it was evident by the fact that she picked Colgate to go to the final four. <laughs> and uh, I'm talking with her. She's like, "Well, they had the same record as everyone they were gonna play," and I was like, "It's." It's true. They did. And I said, but luckily, we had just came from state. She just played in, in state AU, and their brackets go from club to gold to silver. And, you know, and the competition level changes at each mm-hmm. of those. Yep. And so I was able to explain to her, I'm like, well, you see, they were playing Texas in the first round. That's who they played. And I was like, Texas is a club level. She's like, okay. And then uh, Colgate would be in the silver bracket, and they have the same record, but they've been playing club teams. And she's yep. like, Oh, well, why didn't you tell me that to begin with? I'm like, well, you know. It's, yeah. The the FDU guy, uh, Trayvon or Trevin Blasingame, he's number 22 for mm. FDU, tells me he has heard from Idaho, Seattle U, Seattle Pacific, Central Washington, and Cal State East Bay. Freshman guard averaged, and this kid's baller, two points per game. Point eight rebounds per game in 7.7 minutes per season. How many points? I shouldn't have said that. How many points? Uh, two. Oh, well, that's, yeah. So he's not transferring to go up. He's transferring yeah. to find playing time. Yeah. To find playing time. So and maybe we have a shot. Maybe. I was, I was about to say, too, I wouldn't be surprised if some of those 
starting uh, guards and kind of big men from FDU would transfer to Iona because there were some of those kids that transferred with Tobin from the D two absolutely and, so, and, and it, it totally could happen. You know, always looking for, first of all, like, I feel like now when a player commits to a school, you know, you see that so much in college football now, but it's like, um, you're committing to a coach almost, yeah, right? Rather than the school, you know, you see it with like USC and Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams, for instance, Mm -hmm. for football and their whole transfer from Oklahoma over to USC. And I feel like that's becoming more popular, oh, popularized uh, (laughs) among kind of just when when you go to a college you're committing to a coach and a coaching staff rather than the actual school right and 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 i think that and i think that's really awesome and then that was exactly the the correlation i was going to make with lincoln riley and so i i wouldn't be surprised if if and it helps the coach to have some kids that know your style know your leadership know what your expectations are in the locker room yeah that's only going to benefit you as you're trying to build what you just built in a new place yeah and kind of going off that like you know kind of what you said kind of you're just building right Mm -hmm. and when you got those kids that already know your program know what you want Mm -hmm. you know those are those are going to be your leaders your your building blocks for what you want your future program to look like correct correct and not only that the kids that are there uh it's a learning process to learn a coach and to learn a player and so you know coach can say one thing and that player's like well what do you what did he mean by that? And you yeah. got yep. the kid that just came from that school. Hey, don't, this is what he's saying, you yeah. know, like being able to help that, that, that merge. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some FDU kids that ended up at Iona. Um, again, it's a better spot for them and they prove that they can play at the level. But that was, that was out. Yeah. And they didn't get run over in their second round game too. They played pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Made it interesting. That's cool. But cool. I, I brought up AU and I'd love to talk a little bit, um, the the valley had representation all over the place on both the girls uh side and and the boys side my daughter's team uh Casey Wildcats had one, had one team they're a program in town that made it 6th grade and they went all the way to the championship game and i was shocked i i went to the tournament expecting like can we just win one i just want to win a yeah. game i didn't know what to expect and these girls um absolutely showed out and uh you went on to the championship game and really represented uh, was a good representation of the basketball that's happened in this valley. Lost to Gig Harbor, who was a stud team. Probably shouldn't have been in silver, uh, but they were, and it was pretty cool. But uh, Cleelum had a sixth, seventh grade team up there. They also went four and one. Uh, they lost early, and so the, the unlike most AU tournaments, it's like you do your pool play, and then you advance from pool play to play a team that yep. you know from another side. And this was just strictly like. Now uh, you lose and you're you're not winning the title. Yeah, like you know, there's there's none of that, and so they lost early, but they they went four and one. Uh, fifth grade team went and showed they they won their their first game, and and played really well at the tournament, it which was cool. And then on the boys, the boys side, there was two two Ellensburg teams there as well. And Kittitas Kittitas was there. Ellensburg had, well, there was one Ellensburg team. It was a it was a fi- fifth grade Ellensburg team who went two and zero. Oh. Uh, ended up losing pretty bad to the eventual championship team. And then some kids from Ellensburg that played with the Yakima team went up in the club. And, and then Kittitas eighth grade boys uh, went and went two and two as well. And there's basketball in this valley, I mean, showed up and showed out at AU. And, and where was the tournament? Spokane. And they, they have this facility. Have you guys ever been to Spokane for basketball? 
it's called the podium. It's really close mm, to yeah, the. Yeah, I think uh, I've been there. It's really close to uh, the arena. It's, it's is right it across brand the new? Because yeah. they were building something uh, when I was there for a concert in November. It's it looks fairly brand like new. it literally is across the street from the parking lot of the arena yes it's right across the okay. street and it's set up for nine basketball courts so it's set up bring your tournaments to spokane right and please it, and this was a big enough tournament that there was i want to say there was they expected 500 teams between the two weekends what wow between so the girls and boys and so if you split that in half 250 girls teams because wow. it goes from fourth grade I want to say it goes from fourth grade all the way up to eighth grade. Wow. And so, and then there's three divisions, club, gold, silver. And uh, so there was that. And then there was this, the warehouse that they call it, which it looked a lot like the racquetball center. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, racquetball yeah. <laughs> center. Uh, but it was just straight basketball courts. That's insane. And it, it was pretty was cool. It cool? It was cool. The, the warehouse was less cool than the podium. Podium because it was, and you could tell they do concerts and stuff at the podium. And it's, it was really nice. The warehouse uh, was, it was just different. When you go to the podium, you're like, oh, this is nice. You go to the warehouse, you're like, well, why are we playing here? Yeah. Like, you know, but, it, but in terms of what we have here in Ellensburg, it was, you know, it was pretty, it, it was pretty cool to, to have a place where you could just line up four games, you know, in this, in this warehouse. And it was really dark, but it, it was cool. Uh, but the experience alone, was was pretty awesome and and you know a lot of the Ellensburg girls were all in the same hotel and they knew the Clay and so that just, part is so much fun. It yeah. was. It I was, mean, we all have yeah. memories of of that, right? Some yeah. of the yeah, I was about to say playing select baseball like myself, just just that that team camaraderie and and everything that you get from being at the hotel and you're going off and exploring all these different places with your friends. Yes. I mean, that's like, that's just as important as actually like going and playing the games. Yeah. Right. You're going to remember, you know, all the things that you did with them in between the games. Yeah. Probably more than you remember the games themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And who you were doing it with. So, and I explained to my, you know, they were, they were all, in tears because they lost the championship game. And I mean, I kept telling them, you would have been better off losing in the semifinals and going and winning your last game after that, having the same record, you'd have felt better about yourself. And it, they didn't, you know, they were sad and they couldn't be, there was no, nothing I could say to my daughter or any other girls to make them proud of themselves in that moment after losing. Right. Uh, but it was a couple of days later, I sat down with my daughter and I was like, you, I need for you to understand and be proud of what you guys just accomplished. There is no guarantee next year or any of your years moving forward that you'll ever have as much success as you just had. Place, play, there's not, I don't know a lot of people that was like a state championship, state champion or state runner up in right. anything. Yep. You know, there's not a lot of people in my life that, that, that say that. And that's, you were a state runner up. You played in a state championship game and you may never do it again. Like be proud of yourself, yeah. and so she finally come around, and you know she's she she didn't want a sweatshirt. She was like, "No, it's ugly, and I don't want to remember this." And I bought her one anyway. <laughs> bought, bought it for her anyways, right at the championship game. I buy her her this jersey or this sweatshirt, and the podium. I'm sitting up in the bleachers because the first set of the first set of courts you have to be up in these bleachers. The other ones you're right on the sideline because mm-hmm. they're further back. And I'm holding up this thing, and she's looking at it pregame, and she gives me the binocular eyes with her fingers, and she goes, 
Like, <laughs> ugly. I'm not going to wear it. It's ugly, not going to wear it. After the game, they lose. And she's like, I can't believe you bought that stupid sweatshirt. But I'm just letting it go. Yeah. Because right? in my head, I'm like, you're going to wear this on Monday with the rest of your girls. I yeah. guarantee it. <laughs> she gets up in the morning. She's like, Dad, where's that sweatshirt at? And I'm like, <laughs> Why do you want to know? Like, she's like, well, I want to wear it today. I'm like, okay, good. Thank God yeah. I bought it. And then she's worn it like all the time since. But it was such a cool experience uh, for all of them that were there. I mean, they're never going to forget the fact that they made state. And it, it was just cool that the Valley showed up and uh, showed out over there. It was it was impressive. And it, it's really cool to think that, man, these girls are going to be playing in the high school you know, representing yeah. this, the, you know, hopefully in the state tournament moving forward. And uh, with what I've seen, I don't have no doubt in my mind that a bunch of these girls will get some more state experience. Tell me about, let's, let's pick up off of that then. And I was looking our hundred, this was our hundred and first episode. Our hundredth episode was before the state tournament mm-hmm. and uh, the Olympic girls. Wow. They did what they were supposed to do. My goodness. Dominant. <laughs> right. Dominant. It was incredible. It was incredible. And uh, packed house. I got there like 45 minutes early, and I was up in the rafters. Yeah. I could not find a seat, which a, what a wonderful problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, uh, we dominated burlington edison last year and we beat them by i think four more points this year yeah and it it was and it was very similar where it was kind of yeah you know feeling out process yeah and and then it's i don't want to call it a slow start it was just a different start and then it's like a boxing match where it's like well well why aren't why aren't they doing this yet we got to feel it out you know like i'm not throwing punches yet because i don't i don't know what they're about to do it's all that feeling out process but once you get comfortable and you're like okay this is what they're doing this is how they're you get rolling, and when they got comfortable, it was it was it was beautiful. I was watching it. It was it was a. Uh, I was at the GNAX on the sideline doing this, just like because <laughs> I, I was helping with the tournament. And I'm like, sorry, there's a game going on. I yeah, gotta, uh, I was so proud of of all those girls, and they worked so hard. They worked hard, and uh, I fully expect them to be back making noise next year. I think I think the state. State title goes through Ellensburg. It has the last couple of years, and it's going to continue that for the next handful of years. And they're reloading. They're gonna, like, yeah. You, you look at it as, oh, they're losing Olivia. They're losing Quinn, um, which is true. You're losing Riley. You're and, right. You, although, you know, you're losing some talent, but they're reloading. You know, you had Molly Moffat who started an yep. X amount of games. Yep. Um, she's going to be back. Alana Mars. Talk about growth from this from the first game of the season to the last. Man, she was a difference maker when you know because Olivia would get in foul trouble. Yep, and we played a lot differently when she wasn't in the game. But when Alana at the end of the year started coming on, it, we didn't miss a ton, and she wasn't as polished as Olivia. Uh, she had the size, but by the end of the year, like she was, she was a problem. For, for any for any team that she was facing coming off the bench. And so that growth is going to be there. And then uh, Bella Standish is coming up from eighth grade. Yep. And she's she's great talent and will be an immediate uh, contributor to that team coming next year. And so they're they're just reloading. Like it, it's yeah. it's it's not a rebuilding. It's reloading. Yeah. And it's going to be cool. It'll look, it might it'll probably look a little different. You know, without Riley, Jameson will be bringing the ball up, and or or Moffitt, and uh, but they're they're not going to miss 
they're not they're going to miss some beats because it's hard to replace an Olivia Anderson who was a that dominant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've got the talent to make up for it in other ways, and right. it's going to be really cool to, yeah. to watch. I I I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, fall ball or fall practices when what November October whenever it starts yeah uh, yeah we got so long to go for that <laughs> right and speaking of basketball we we were just talking about off air news and I haven't necessarily seen it anywhere but I hear it in town uh, that the high school will be looking for a new boys coach mm-hmm. uh, Graham, Graham is uh, a new job some but moving on moving on yeah uh, they're both moving on looking for a coach no idea. Who that's going to be locally, I know we'll get a lot of people uh, going in, but uh, some excitement there uh, to see uh, what, what's going to happen next. And Gavin moving out, Fenn's moving out, uh, and Daya's back. They had some young kids that stepped up, and they'll be bringing some more young kids in, and it's going to be um, exciting to see who they bring in. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I miss Graham. Already, you know, I enjoyed yeah. uh, watching him coach. I enjoyed talking with him on the sideline. Uh, wish him the best, and very interested in see who's. I'm always interested who applies. You yeah. know, I want to see. Yeah. I always want to see the list. What names are on there? Yeah, you know, and I'm sure there'll be some some people already involved in the program. Yeah, throwing their hat into the ring, and so something about new hires get me excited. I'm like, yeah. ooh, here we go. Who is it? Here we go. Who are we going to get? It's like a What's new chapter. Happen? Right? It is. It is. Maybe we get Coach K to come down, something like that. You know, he's, <laughs> he's retired. retired. Right, he's retired. But um, I'm excited to, to to just see who we get in here and what is, what, what is it going to look like. Yeah. You know, is it going to look different? Is it going to look the same? Is it going to feel the same? Uh, it'll be fun. we got to talk about Thursday. We're recording this on a Tuesday. Correct. March 28th. Thursday's a big day, gentlemen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Opening day. Opening day for baseball. And it's a big deal for me and Cole, but. I'm going. You're there. I'm there. Have See, you ever been to opening night? Opening day? Yes. This will be my second. Oh, my whatever. first. Oh, the rich get richer. This is so, so be <laughs> I was about to say, if I could fly to Fenway <laughs> on Thursday. All right. The, I forgot you were a Red Sox. He's a, yes. he's a Red Sox guy. Big time Red Sox guy. I, uh, the first one I went to was when Griffey came back from Cincinnati. His first year was that when we 2009, 2010, something yeah. like that. And so to see you know them roll out the red, red carpet for Griffey in that intro was was pretty cool. Um, so I don't expect it to top that because that was just a different feeling having Griffey come back. Uh, but there's a lot of excitement with how good the team did last year and the acquisitions that we made. I was going to say they just reloaded oh, everything, right. and we've got we got better. Like yeah, on, on paper, and even, that's the thing. That's the thing about baseball. On paper, even better. if it's just like the small little fixes from like Adam Frazier to Colton Wong, right? Right, like that's a big difference right there. Huge difference. Whether you know people on Twitter, right. ESPN reporters, like wanted to be like, oh yeah, it's not that big. Like it is. Huge. Well, they're still remembering the Adam Frazier from like three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. that, exactly. that would have yeah. been that the might all, have been yeah, different. the All Star Padre Adam Frazier. Right. Yep. Well, and Teoscar Hernandez. Teoscar Hernandez you know? was a huge. That was a, you the know the fact watching, that we just took him away from yeah from the damage to do he did against us. Yeah, like, and it's it's you know that was the one thing with the Mariners last year. They needed one more big bat. That's, yeah, they needed. That's all they needed that, was one more big bat, and I think Teoscar brings. Exactly that. Right. I think, you know, Kellenick has had a stellar spring. Right. But like, how, how many times have we said that? That's true. That's <laughs> right? true. I, and I think that's the worry. That's true. That's the worry. 
but you're, I'm with you. And he's always excited. Me. Yep. But what I like with they, they they brought in so much depth that it's like, Kelnick, we're not just giving this to you. Yeah, you're gonna, we're gonna make to, you you're compete. gonna have to earn it and compete and show that this is your spot. And I like that for the kid. Um, yeah, and I think he's still young. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a lot. He's still got you know a lot of a lot of. I've seen a lot of Mariner fans on Twitter, especially just be like kind of giving up on him a little bit. And you know he's still really young. Still got a lot of upside. Like if he can just hone all of it together, right? Like scary. Like right. that would be easily a top three outfield in the MLB. Yeah, he is. He he has the potential to to be a dude. Yeah, and to be a, a big contributor. He just. I think we're so fresh off of the Mike yeah. Zunino. Yep. Yeah. Where they're following very similar paths. Where it's like, oh, we'd send you to AAA and you kill it. We bring it up and it's like you're giving us nothing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Zunino left and was he's a. He's a wanted commodity yeah, as yeah. a catcher, you yeah. know, and so um, I'm hopeful that uh, that it's not it, it's something that we want to hold on to and keep because he, as you said, he's got the talent. That's that's not a problem. From the league in general, who's got the target on their backs? Padres. Think so. <laughs> I think so. What do you think? I think Astros always have a target on their back. I was going to say the Astros. Good call on the Padres, but I'm tired of the Astros. I will say that. Yeah, and I think everybody is. And they they get Jose Abreu. Yep. I mean that. (laughs) They lose, and then they just pick up you know MVPs. You know, and so they lost Verlander, but their farm system was so good already. That. I was about to say, it's like last year you lose Correa, but then, oh, here's Jeremy Pena. Right. We haven't <laughs> even shown you guys <laughs> yeah. him yet. Yeah, right. So I, I, the Astros will have a target. Yankees will always have a target on yep. their back. Uh, but I'm, I'm with him, the Padres. And people hate Tatis. Oh, yeah. They and Why him. do they hate him so much? Because he's changing the game. Yeah. I, I think that that's – you know, the – you saw the the World Baseball Classic yeah, where a little it bit. was a show. Like you know, you hit a home run, people are people. I pimp it. That's what we call it. They pimped it. You know, you walk. You got the bat flips. You're staring. Was it uh, was it Alvarez or uh, who was it that caught the the uh, home run over the wall? And oh, Randy or Rosarena? Yeah, Rosarena. He steals it and he just stands there, arms crossed, just staring. You know, things that you don't see at, at MLB yeah. level. And Tatis was bringing that. Like he didn't care. He's like. Throw at me! I'm about to throw this bat 40 feet after I crushed a home run. <laughs> you know, and, and I think in a here. in a sense though, like it's making the game way more fun. Right? Like, I missed him last year. Yeah, I missed him, and especially this the sixth. I, I think he still got 60 games that yeah. he has to go through. Um, but even in spring training, he's been yeah lighting it up. So they and they spent so much money to make that team what it is that they're going to have a target on their back. For yeah, they were. I as speaking as a Red Sox fan, I was. Very displeased when they paid uh, <laughs> Xander. I was yeah. quite sad. Um, but, you know, it's like they don't get Trey Turner. Right. All right, well, let's just throw a bunch of money at Xander Brothers and let, right. him, let him come. And that, they've been kind of doing that this whole offseason, yeah. just throwing money at guys, just saying, hey, come play for us. We like right. we might not have the cap space for it, but we'll, we'll pay you somehow. That's the one thing that I do love about baseball, though, is you could throw as much money you want to feel like you're building a good team. and mm-hmm. May not mean a damn thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like uh, you know, I'm not just saying it because I hate them, but like the Yankees, for instance, right? They got like they got Garrett Cole, Giancarlo Stanton, and Aaron Judge now all have over 300 million dollar contracts, mm-hmm. and 
Besides that, they haven't changed a dang thing. One of them is worth it right now. Yes. From what, how they played. And that's yes. Aaron Judge. Yes. Cole has been a letdown. Yep. Stanton will still hit the ball extremely hard. He's just not always there. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. very streaky. Right. And so, but they've made a living. You know, you do it enough, you're going to strike gold yeah. enough. But it, it just, baseball is, and that's why I said with the Mariners, like, on paper, we've improved. But you still got to go play. You mm. still got to go. And right. it, baseball is weird. You can imp- have all those things where, like, you've improved. And for some reason, chemistry-wise or yep. key injuries or something like that, it just doesn't go the way you want it to go. Or so, or the guy you relied on to be your third pitcher yep. just isn't – he's having a bad year. And, it, you know, those things, small things can throw you off. So, but – it's like the it's like the Reds, you know, when they traded for or when they traded Jesse Winker and Gino last year to mm-hmm. the to the M's. Like, you get Jesse Winker, you're like, all right, this is the guy that's the right. main part of the trade, yeah. right? And he goes out there and doesn't perform all right. too well. But then you get Gino, who's just a throw in, and he's lighting it up, right? Like, and so you know, you you always have those guys that you obviously want, mm-hmm. um, but you know that's what that's what also makes baseball so great. Right. You never know what you're going to get. Every every season's a different season. Right. You're going to have a team this year that were like nobody expected that yep. team to be good. Yeah, it's <laughs> like with the it's like the year when the Braves won the World Series. Like no one expected no. the Braves to go out and win the World it, Series. It was like they knocked out the Dodgers, and everybody was like, "Holy!" Right, All right. We'll get a few of those. I I couldn't tell you who it is. Yep. but we'll get it. Give me a guess. Who do you think it would be? I couldn't tell you. I have the teams that I hope to be like. I always expect the Blue Jays for the last five years to be good and to be great, and they yep. just yeah, yeah. I think, so, uh, and this is me trying to be non-biased, but the Sox right now <laughs> we do not look great on paper, okay. But I'm gonna tell you that we might shock some people this year. I like. I think uh, Yoshida. I wasn't really sure of him at first. But after watching the World Baseball Classic, after watching him for the Little Bees Ben in spring training, the dude looks like a baller. Yeah. Like, so I'm really excited for him to kind of go out there and showcase. We needed another outfielder. Like, the yeah. only thing we got is to work on is our pen. That's that's yeah. about it. But I, I still think that our lineup is good enough to produce. I hope I hope you're right. I hope so, too. <laughs> I hope you're right. So you'll, you'll be there on opening night. I will be. When the Sox come into town, you'll be there that weekend, yep. maybe? I'll be yeah. there, hopefully, for two of the games. Two two of the games in the series. I've already bought my CW night tickets for whenever it is in April. I should do that, too. My daughter was just, she's like, Dad. April 21st. I've, I've never been to a baseball game. What? Uh, I'm like, it's true. You know, she, Gotta change she's not that. In, she's not interested. She, she hasn't watched a lick of baseball. Every time we turns on, I have to explain to her, like, strikes. Well, why? But she can why? go. It's different when you're there. I, that's I what I told say, her. I was it's like, it's we just the experience. Go. We just got to go. We just, just got to go. Just go and just, you know, smelling the Puget Sound. Yeah. Or, you know, on a, Spending maybe a million get to, dollars on food. Exactly, right? That's all she's really excited for, I think. <laughs> or, or just, like, little weird things, like, where else can you go and watch a roof open up? Right. I'm 46 years old, and I still think that's cool. It's pretty awesome. It's cool. And there's nothing better than that feeling of just walking up the stairs and then slowly seeing the field. Oh, oh yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Like, and Love so I, that's my number one thing. Like, when I think back, it's like, okay, I got to take my kids because there's nothing like it. Yeah. You could go see a baseball field, but when you walk into a stadium that's designed to hold yeah. a diamond, 
it's a different feeling. You like walk into that main thing, yeah, because everybody's watering, <laughs> yeah, taking the BP. watering and like, oh my gosh, you is see that... the outfield, and then it just slowly you're going, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, like this yeah. is gorgeous, it's like art, right? Yeah. So I'm mean, that that and they need to experience for certain, yeah. But then she's like, she's then we're gonna go to a Trailblazers game, and then we're gonna so, but I'm. I shouldn't be moaning. I'm excited that my daughter's into sports and wants to go. Watch well, it. go on. I think it's April 21st is CW Night, whatever that Friday is. Yeah. Or college night or CW Night and you get there early enough. You'll have to married. see how it fits in with our 4-H and our soccer and our still AU Wait, 4-H, what animal are you doing this year? Lambs currently, but nice. we might be backing out of that. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Currently lambs. In your backyard? In or heavens, no. Okay, no, good. No, somebody else's. Cole's house. Cole, Cole's <laughs> yeah. got it. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, bring him on over to Central Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll love that. I'm sure. I just can't wait for I just can't wait for baseball to start, man. Yeah. Spring training, what's our whistle a little bit? WBC was great this year. It's the best time of the year. I watched yeah. it in Canada. We were it was so awesome to to be we we went to Canada for spring yep. break and uh, everyone... I got your text about it. We won't talk about it on, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. True. Nothing nothing bad, nothing bad. <laughs> nothing. Let's edit that out. Let's edit that out. <laughs> Lots of poutine. So much poutine. My that's son was like, I'm happy. Fries and cheese? What is and it? And gravy. And gravy. That's, that's a base. That's a baseline poutine. It's French fries, gravy. You get like bacon in there sometimes it, too. And that's where you, get, you can add different meats to it. You can add, it was so, we went to an Indian restaurant and he got like butter chicken Poutine. <laughs> it was just, wow, that it, sounds really good. Yeah, and so he he his goal was like I'm having poutine at every meal. And uh, did he do it? He did. Okay. Hey, there I don't I there wasn't a day where he didn't have poutine. And it was we had to hit all the spots. We looked up all the. We were in the right spot. We were right downtown Vancouver, and we were like top That's five a huge city. By yes, the way. top yeah. five poutine places, and they were all within like a quarter mile of where we were at. And one was literally a, a half block away. So out in the lobby, take a right, boom. Pass there. the Tim Hortons, a couple of hobos on the street, and there you are. <laughs> boom. <laughs> it, was, it, 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 was, it was pretty cool. But we everywhere I went, the World Baseball Classic was on. And it was uh, we went to the night that was at Mexico and Japan played in the yep. semifinals. We were at a Mexican restaurant. And so it was pretty cool. Like everybody there was just like in it. And it was uh, it was actually fun to watch it in the they had the Spanish broadcast and so it it was it was pretty cool to watch. That and is cool. Even my kids were like, "Well, when, when's the championship? When's the US play?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Tomorrow night." So we watched that from the Italian restaurant, uh, which was pretty cool. Yeah, Trey <laughs> Turner, man, Trey Turner throughout that whole tournament, like just I mean. I said it when I mean when he hit the grand slam, the go ahead grand slam against uh, Cuba. Mm-hmm. I jumped out of my seat so fast and was screaming. It was jumping up and down yeah. and like I mean seriously. Um, I think probably one of the best moments in U.S. sport, just international right. sport history. Like that, I, you can't. Can't change that. Just you can see the emotion. Like yeah, you if you've ever played a sport, it, it, and what was cool is watching them play. Like you could see the kid and the competitor yep. come out and all those guys. And so, like I didn't have the volume on, and I was like feeling it. Like you know, it, yeah. 
it's cool to watch them in, in, in that element and come together. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, and you get guys like Trout that have never experienced that kind of thing before, and right. you get him post after that game, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm coming back again." Yeah, like <laughs> doing like, this. Again. Yeah, I'm doing this again. 2026. Here we come. Yeah. Like, um, you know, it's just a different. It's a different vibe when you get playoff type baseball in March. Right. Like, makes it more exciting. You know, we kind of like like we kind of were talking about earlier with the with the Randy Rosarena. He's right. he's flexing at the wall. I, wanna, I mean, I want to see so much more of that. Yeah, like, I hope I hope it spills into the league, and I hope that uh, that excitement that we, it just carries over. And I'm assuming that all these guys are going to come in. Oh just yeah, raking to start. Oh, the Trey year. Turner, his first AB back with the <laughs> Phillies for spring training went Yahtzee. Like, right. like, and I was just like, this guy can't be stopped. Right. Like. He's, it, he's yeah he's he's a special talent it'll it'll be cool to see uh well we're going to take a short break and we will be right back in just a second so we are back and we're going to wrap up this 101st episode we're going to do a little round table with the uh with some local softball and baseball and uh one of the reasons why uh, country, Eric Sorensen, is not here with us today, here in spirit. He's yes. on a bus as we speak. Actually, he's probably already there at Zilla. The Kittitas Coyotes take on uh, Zilla's baseball team. That is um, just a single game today. Let me pull up my schedule here. So, yeah, at the Kittitas, they're 3-1 and one on the season. Um, you know what? Really quick, they got to the second game of the season, Friday night lights baseball style. Yeah, they got to play there. in a. Oh, a professional baseball stadium, the right. Pippins. Yes. It was really cool there. Lights uh, on, you know, big center field wall, 406 feet at center field. And I believe, uh, well, I still call it Safeco, but I, <laughs> I, I believe T-Mobile Park is 405 at dead center. Yeah, that's a big So um, that's a big, yeah, that's a long ways away. But uh, they didn't, they got they got beat by Sunnyside Christian. Uh, but it was really cool to see him play in a big stadium with, you know, big stands around him and stuff like that. Yeah. Not very many kids can, especially two, at the 2B level, can say that they've played in a stadium like that. I think that's where they host the 2A state tournament. Well, I, was, yeah, I was just wondering where is Cause the Ellensburg 2B, has played, the 2B state tournament? Um, I'm going to get back to you on that one. Yeah. Um, Rotary Park? Maybe, because SELA <laughs> hosts everything, right? So um, I'm not sure where that is, but... Yeah, cool experience. I know when when the 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 kids go to state and they play um, at that at that field, it's a good experience. Talking Efreda High School, it's at Efreda. Yeah, the one B and two B, Johnson O'Brien State, and I know that's a pretty good. Is it a nice baseball. stadium? Yeah, it's a pretty decent stadium. Cool. Uh, and then the two A's is at Bellingham this year, Joe Martin Stadium, and then Funko Field at Everett Memorial. That's for the big schools and stuff like that. So Everett Memorial. Yeah. Okay. But uh, anyway, so Kittitas are three and one in the season. Hopefully, four and one uh, with the with a potential win over Zilla. Then on the road to Warden, on the road to Asoton, on the road to East Valley for a non leaguer, uh, and then they finally start their league season with rivalry game against Cleelum on a on a uh, on a Saturday. That's on until the fifteenth. So if you're going to be watching. Kittitas baseball, you're going to be on the road. And then since I mentioned Cleelum, they're 4-1 and one on the season. Uh, they're, they get to host Tenasket. 
thank goodness they get to host that. That's a long drive if they'd have to go. But they, Tenasca, or pardon me, Cleolum lost to Grandview, <laughs> 2A Grandview, but uh, they've a, beaten Okanagan and, and Warden already. I had a, a baseball coach that was from Tenasca that made me laugh because uh, we had to go play Tenasca. What? Just because he had he had a connection, you know. We we're a bigger. So school. you guys, Cleveland High School, would go to Tenasket. We went to Tenasket. Uh, it was it was it was the longest trip of my life. But what made me laugh is my coach. He's from Tenasket, and he kept saying this all the time. He's like, you know what happens when you go to Tenasket? You get your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> so I. <laughs> I, it always made me laugh whenever I hear that. It cracks me up. And uh, it was true. They they destroyed us when we went up there. So that's, that's what it was. <laughs> Why were we there? I could, we came and played other games over on this side, too. But I would we, hope. We, we ended up in Tenasket. Maybe have, like, a pit stop in Olensburg. I don't remember who else we played. OMAC? That's not right. Is that up there? That's, that's like, 35 minutes south of Tenasket. Sounds right. Sounds about right. Sounds about Nobody's right. going to fact check you. <laughs> well, that's on the way. Yeah. Speaking of Ellensburg, we're making a pit stop in Ellensburg for Cleveland High School in, <laughs> right. what, 1990-something? No, 2000-something. <laughs> Ellensburg is 3-4 and four in the season. Uh, they got a split against Sela. Um, that's big. Last weekend. Big in, in uh, at Carlin Park or Archer Field. At Carlin. Yes. Is that a new name? I mean, I know who Arch is. Yes. But I have no idea. I always thought it was Carlin Park, but now it's Archer Field at Carlin. The Park. baseball field might be. I think there's the softball fields there, right? Whatever. That it's might Sela. be something different. It's Sela. It's 100%. <laughs> um, so Ellensburg's three and four in the season. Uh, they have a doubleheader. Uh, they host Othello. In fact, they got a handful of games here uh, at home. Hosting Othello on Saturday, uh, hosting Rochester. Where's Rochester? Oh, Rochester was in. That's uh, kind of in your neck of the woods, I was right? I say it's a little south from Tumwater. Okay, so so that's like they a were in, team going yeah, to Tenasket, right? They're two maybe, a. maybe, <laughs> yeah. They're two yeah. a. They they were in. Uh, they're in the FCO, the and Evergreen Conference. They're coming for one game on a Monday. Ooh, no, 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 no. On a Tuesday, yeah. Oh, one game even rougher. That's Four o'clock. How weird is that? Is that weird? I or would agree I, with you. It's I, weird. Yeah, to come that way to play one. They must have both had a cancellation somewhere. Mm. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but take them. Yeah, I guess it's so. a non-league game against a team you're not going to see, and is at home. Are so they? Can... Are they two A as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was about to say they were in. Uh, see, that's the kind of talent we just. Okay. That's the kind of talent we recruited. Knowledge, knowledge from Cole. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many like special sections we can have. Like week. Go ahead. It was your idea. Yeah, coming up soon on the podcast, we're going to have a weekend at Bernie's. His last weekend, at Bernie. Bernie's. weekend at Cole weekend Bernie's. Weekend at Cole Bernie's. We don't know what's going to happen on it yet, but it's going to be We have no idea up. what's going to happen. Absolutely. Right. It's going to be yeah. awesome. Let's switch, to, uh, let's switch to softball, shall we? Yeah, real quick. So uh, we'll, we'll start with the, at, the, uh, at the 2B level, and I'm pulling up the uh, – Pulling up the standings right now. So you've got uh, Khalil Mrazen, 0-2 on the season. Kittitas, 3-0 on the season. Uh, so Khalil, they uh, on Saturday are hosting a doubleheader against Okanagan. Okay. Okanagan is a 1-2-B a team. Never mind, never mind. I get Okanagan and OMAC mixed up. I probably, I don't know if that offends anybody. Start, both start with an O. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Thanks for that, Sammy. <laughs> and have a K and an A. 
I mean, it, that's the kind of talent we all have. <laughs> yeah. They don't call him the best color guy in sports for nothing, folks. Not a Bob Euchre in Major League. <laughs> I'll send that to you. Wait, this this podcast is going off the rails really quick here. But Kittitas, they've had the Kittitas softball team. They've won twelve to two against Sunnyside Christian, and then they took a doubleheader against Cascade of Leavenworth, fifteen to one and sixteen to one. And remind everybody, they've had success in the past. How many years were they in state before? Hasn't Nate Phillips taken them thirteen years in a row or something? Yeah, there's so which is pretty much the last time Coach Phil cut his hair 13 years ago. <laughs> he still has not done the dreadlocks that he was promising me during COVID. But, That's uh, probably because he washes his hair. Had he not, they'd be dreadlocks. <laughs> but get it to they they uh, interesting here. So on Saturday at Central Washington University, they play Toledo at uh, 11 o'clock on Saturday at CWU. Uh, Toledo is a 2B team. And then at 3 o'clock, they play 4A Davis. At Central? At Central. On the softball field? On the softball field. I was about wow. to say, Central softball's got a couple. they got like four road road weeks coming up. Okay. so Right, right. Um, are they still in that Desert Stinger tournament? Well, I was going to say Tournament of Champions is probably. but I think Oh, that, is that Turlock, right? Yeah, I think that, that already happened, so. But yeah, they, I think they. I, think I will admit, I've kind of lost lost touch. Maybe a sports guy like me shouldn't admit that on the <laughs> podcast. Um, and then let's go to Ellensburg has had a heck of a schedule. Right. Uh, yes, they've they've uh, they're zero and six on the season, but their losses they've got two losses to four A Wenatchee. Uh, they've got a loss to two A Port Angeles, the so same size, but Port Angeles is six and zero. And then they got two losses to 4A West Valley Yakima. So they are... Uh, it's the 0-6 record, it may not be a good interpretation of who they are as a team. But we'll level. see how good they are because they put, take on Sela. Right. So on Saturday. So um, they'll see Sela, and it's at Sela, our shortest road trip of the right. of the league season at least. Um, and then and then they have a bunch of, uh, bunch of games at home. The following Saturday against uh, Othello, and then they have a couple of non-leaguers against College Place in two weeks, and so College Place, Walla Walla, walla right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, good start to the season, and uh, it's hard to do play-by-play or stats on on track and field, but um, it's happening. It's happening. My son's starting. He's doing his first track and field for Morgan. Ever. What's he's his never, event? He says he's going to throw. Like throw shot javelin, which is weird because he's got a noodle arm. So I'm excited <laughs> to see him get stronger and see what happens. That's right. I don't know what he's going to throw. So he, because of his, uh, uh, wrestling competition, he made you a wrestling fan. Yeah. So are we in a month going to? Are you going to know everything the logistics of javelin or something like that? In the middle school level, yes. Okay. I will be the middle school expert on track and field. Sounds good. Yeah, I got you covered. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's the uh, that's the uh, prep sports roundup as we wrap up this 101st episode of the podcast. Yeah, I'm really I'm really hopeful to get out and watch. I know I'm going to go watch uh, Kid at some point. Watch country. Always do. Um, I got a bunch of the baseball guys telling me to come down and watch the baseball, so I'm going to do that. I just have to find time. 
And so now that I've I've had tournaments out of this city for like a month straight, mm-hmm. and this weekend I don't have anything, but yet. You've nobody. generated some hotel reward right. points. Nobody's here this weekend, <laughs> so that makes it tough, the one opening I have. So I'm going to have to catch some of those weekday games. Uh, yesterday I left the school at 140, driving past the high school. There was a softball game that was already in play. At 140? At 140. So I, I don't know. I think it was on the JV field, uh, but I was still shocked. Like, what is happening? School's still in. But there's a softball game being played. And it was Ellensburg. It was definitely Ellensburg, and it was a light blue. So I was assuming maybe West Valley. That's what I would say. Right? They're light blue. So that was my thought. But I was more shocked at the fact that it was not even 2 o'clock. School wasn't out, and there was a softball game on on a Monday. Make sure you put it on your schedule. Now, he would defer to the – he would defer – he would not want to talk about it if he was here, but he's not here. So when I was at the game – uh, at Pippin Stadium, the Orchard, if you will. Yes. Uh, there was a couple of uh, questionable calls. I acknowledge my bias towards the Kittitas Coyotes, but on our podcast text thread, I was livid, shall yes. we say. And in your opinion, uh, you know, a force out at, you know, throwing the ball the first, the ball drops. At what? How how long do you have to have the ball in your possession before? I think it has to be a transfer. Yeah, I was about to say it has to be on the transfer. Meaning, I've made the catch. I'm going to take it out of my glove. So, like, it's like turning a double play, right? And you got that. You got that force out at second. Mm-hmm. And if if you like are fumbling it on the transfer, then safe. Yeah. But like, if you like stick it. Just like leave it out. Yeah. So. I, I so like if you got the ball and then you just drop it at your feet. Okay, I, I guess I can see. Okay, play's been made. I'm just gonna drop it as if oh, that was third out. I can't if these two examples. I can't remember if they were third outs or not. But it wasn't a drop. It was. It wasn't where he dropped it at his feet. I mean, the ball was rolling away. Like I didn't have possession of it. I can't – to me, it wasn't an out. Of course, I'm up in the stands. I'm going for the team that got called out, and I'm 120 does, feet does away. It seem like it's one of those situations because you see a lot of baseball where the referee will go and make the out sign, and then the ball rolls away, and they're like, no, no, safe. Is it one of those where they'd already made the sign, they're like, well, I can't turn it around now? Uh, yeah, maybe. Or, or was it just strictly a blown call? Like, because – Ah. That's the human element of of it, right? It's like that person's had to make a decision, but now they got to make a decision about their decision. Yeah, you know. So and you're you gonna have to... one way or the other. You're gonna have somebody yelling at you. You're gonna say, "Well, you called them out first. You know, yeah. what do you mean about calling them safe now? Yeah. Or if I just stick with it, now I'm up. I got kind of a lose lose situation. Is it? Well, Coach it... Country had something to say about it. Um, he was emphatic. He was uh, he was he was respectful. He wasn't uh, he didn't kicked dirt. No, um, the there was a, a a guy in the crowd that wanted him to. He looked just like me, but I can't confirm that it was me. <laughs> uh, but he just went because I was like, "What do you do?" He could just, you, could, you just talk to him. You right. know, he doesn't want to get kicked out or anything like that. It's a tough getting kicked out of high school. It, like it's one of those you got to be pretty comfortable with. 
what's going on. Yeah. Because you're setting an example for your kids. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. I just wanted your opinion. If or you, mostly I just wanted to complain about. But it happened more than once? There was three questionable calls. And the third one was just because we were getting beat and I was getting moody. So, it wasn't questionable. My my interpretation of it was questionable. In fact, I don't even remember what it was. You ever been thrown out of a game? Uh, don't don't give me the story. I just want to know. Have I ever been thrown out of a game? Yeah. No. I have. I wonder if country has. As a player or as a coach? Either. Uh, no. I think maybe I was in CW or intramurals. <laughs> Does that count? Absolutely. It, okay. it, that's you getting thrown out. But I would love for another podcast for us to go through our stories of getting, of getting tossed. I bet Cole's been tossed. Have I've you been, been tossed? I've been close. I've been close. I've been chippy with some umpires. But I bet he has stories of watching people get tossed. Oh, I have a story of my dad getting tossed. See? Yeah. Next episode. Your dad? Yeah, next my dad. Next got episode. That's we, how we're going to do it. We got we to gotta end it with our with getting tossed. A little cliffhanger. Yes. To get them to, to uh, yeah, yeah, I, I want to hear about I, this. I would, we need to have yeah. country here, though, because I need to know. One yeah, because he's, I'm he sure tossed. he's got, yeah. If he hasn't been tossed, he's got great stories. So, yeah. We'll yeah. cover that on the next one. We will. Yeah. We will. It was, it was great to be back here again. Cole, it was great to have you. Uh, we can't wait to see uh, what wrinkles and stuff you're going to add. Yeah, help great us to out. be here. I'm excited. I'm excited for what the future looks like. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So we'll get this uh, posted. Make sure to get out, cheer on your teams. Follow us on uh, the Facebook. Follow us on the Twitter. I should know. Do we have an Instagram account? I don't know. Facebook and Twitter. Maybe a TikTok coming soon. We will. We'll have one soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah, jeez. We'll have one soon. But thanks for listening. And uh, until next time, take care of each other. Kittitas Valley Sports Talk is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Check us out and feel free to interact with us on all of our social media by searching Kittitas Valley Sports Talk on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.